Welcome back, folks, to the Mail Rights Show. This is episode 210. This is going to be an internal discussion between me and my great co-host, Robert Newman. We're going to be discussing the Google business page, why you should still have your own website, and what we think about some of these home discounters that have been entering the market. Robert's got some thoughts about that. Robert seems very relaxed. He's been to Las Vegas. He's actually won. He's won at cards. What more can a man ask for? This is what I would like to know. So, Robert, would you like to introduce yourself to the new listeners and viewers? I'd love to. So, first of all, for those of you who are joining us for the first time today, please do us a favor and like or comment either the video or the podcast that you are listening to. We work really hard at this, especially John. And uh, your comments and your uh, likes are the support that we need. Uh, the next thing I'd like to say is um, I am the founder of Inbound REM. Uh, Inbound REM started off as a blog, and now there is a service company uh, attached to it, which is Inbound REM Inc. And Inbound REM Inc. does uh, SEO WordPress websites that you own. So um, uh, thank you so much, John, for the amazing introduction. I really appreciate it. That's no problem. So we're going to talk some more. We had a great guest last week, and we did. We I thought it was a fantastic discussion. I'm going to have him back sometime in the new year, and we covered a lot of territory, didn't we, Robert? Around Google Business Page, and I, I think it was important to do that because I think it's a key part in the um, arsenal of technology that agent can use to really compete with the big guys. So we agreed that we wanted, in the first half of the show, we wanted to cover some of the areas um, and do a kind of recap. And um, where should we start with this, Robert? What I'd like to do is um, I would like to see, I I would like you to kind of take the ball and if you recall what we discussed, like in general categoric kind of ways, what what did we discuss about the Google My Business page? I'd love for you to, to refresh everybody's memory, and then I will kind of jump in sure. and hone down here and there some of the stuff that you're covering. Well, I, I think um, Google just haven't been very effective, which isn't that surprising when you, you know when you've worked with Google for a while. And they're trying to do a better job um, about actually getting out the message of of how they revamped Google Business Page, how they've made it more powerful, and how they've really linked it in to um, local search, especially a business that has a geo, a definite geo area of influence. Right. That um, really setting up this Google Page, you will come up with the map pack as it's called when you you know you don't get it on all searches but when it is a geo-based service that the person's looking for they will get a google map and if you set up your google page correctly you'll be one of those people in the first top of the list before you have to press a little button that says show more you'll be one of those top three people that show up for that search and that is really important, isn't it, Robert? I think the uh, the other thing that Brendan really pointed out that was so powerful is that the post section, um, to get 
uh, effect. It doesn't have to be unique content. I didn't actually know that myself, and it's powerful. The other thing is the videos and how you can get around if, like, let's say you're based in Dallas and you don't have a precise geo market in Dallas, you're covering the whole Dallas, but your office, your address that you're given to Google, so um, it tends to give you only people near to your office. By taking videos and photos on your phone, on connected to all the properties, you've got open houses with you're selling property, you're buying property for client, totally taking photos and videos and then uploading them to Google, you can get around that slight restriction. That was mind-blowing to me, Rob. It's a game-changer. It's it's fundamentally so important and it's really been linked to everything we've been preaching over the months on this show, hasn't it, Robert? Yeah. So uh, I agree with you, and uh, I just want to—I want to kind of throw in while you while you took a pause there. So um, for the, for the members of our audience who are joining us for this episode and missed the last one, when we start using words like geo or hyperlocal, um, what Google has done is they've separated search. Okay, that just means that they've created categories in search, and they look at your phone because they can look at the location of where you are at when you're doing a search, and then if you put in keywords that they personally think relate to, um, to local searches, they, they give up a, a different set of search results, which is what John is referring to when he's talking about the map pack. It's literally a box that's separated from all other search results that has a map on it and starts off with three search results on the top. And then if you click see more, it does the standard nine search results once you click on the see more. The search packets are a little bit more flexible and your search packets may work or look a little differently than what I've described, but that is basically the way that they work. And in terms of the keywords that you would use, the reason that we, we're talking about this to you, who hopefully are a real estate professional if you're listening to the show, is because uh, a keyword that you need like would be like real estate agent or best real estate agent near me or uh, best real estate agents in the area, or how do I list my home in Los Angeles County? All of those are hyper-local searches. As a matter of fact, I've noticed on my own Google My Business profile that the number one keyword driving traffic into my local profile right now is real estate marketing companies. Now, I don't know this for sure. Hyper-local is not my specialty. But what I believe is that Google has started to say, hey, if you're on a phone and you're mobile, or we believe that you're mobile, and you do a search in Los Angeles County that has to do with a service, we're going to serve up to you the best service company according to the hyperlocal designations. Like, So the service company that has the best reviews, the service company that has the most um, citations, and we're going to give that to you as part of your search packet on your phone. I think they've separated out search from PCs to telephone. So my belief is, is that that more and more search quite literally is going mobile. That's what my statistics seem to prove to me. What does that mean to you as the end consumer? That really just means that as a real estate agent, since most of your audience is actually local, 
and in the area that you're in and a, and a, hand, a healthy handful will be doing searches that relate to you on their phone while they're out taking care of business, that absolutely means that this, this show, these topics, they're, they're really important for your business. Sorry for the long diatribe, John. Go ahead, take it back. No, I just think, I think of all the things we've discussed, you know, and, uh, you know, I'm, also there's been some knockings of Facebook lately because of, they've had to apply some more restrictions. Uh, I, I think it's been much about nothing when it comes to that, really. Um, but, you know, video, but video, using video, um, doing open houses, other things that we've been going on about during the months. I think this is so fundamentally important that I, um, that if you don't claim your Google, your Google business page and you don't listen to these couple of episodes and really get it set up, you, 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 you're bonkers if you're, if you're really trying to build up and you don't do this and you call yourself a real estate agent, you, you're just bonkers, basically. You really got to listen to these episodes and get on with it. One of the problems, though, is like what I said at the beginning of this conversation, Robert, is that Google, to some extent, haven't been really that great publicizing the power of their service. They're they are going around communities doing kind of meetups and handing out a lot of free stuff. I, I know they've been around the Reno area the past month doing kind of meetups with, you know, with business organizations um, um, and doing more kind of guerrilla marketing themselves. But um, another problem is actually the, the mythology of claiming your Google business page, you know, their decision to get away from allowing people to actually phone up and claiming it because it was being, a, being abused. Uh-huh. So now they've got this system that you've got to provide a re, what they consider a real address. But Brendan did point out that you can use a, po- the, a post office address and it does work. But they... But it does break the terms and conditions, so you're going to have to make a, a business judgment about that. So they're really looking for a real address, and then they send you this bloody card, and it's so easy to miss the card, isn't it? Because it because it gets mixed up with all the junk mail that's sent to you, and then you know re, you know the system for getting them to resend the card isn't that straightforward. So that's why I feel a lot of people, and A, they don't know about it, and it's this process of claiming, isn't it, Robert? It is. It is. Um, so, guys, thank you, John, for the, for, the, for the recap. I appreciate it. I agree with you about the difficulties of using uh, the Google My Business page. I agree with you about the postcard that they send. I am gonna, I'm going to devilishly like tail on at the end though, that despite those, those challenges and difficulties that this is, I'm going to change my recommendation from something that you should do to something that you have to do as a real estate agent. This is the cheapest. And even with the difficulties that John is mentioning, this is the cheapest, most effective way that I know of to market your business on Google, at least 
Like there's a lot of power here and there's, there's ways to leverage this power and ways you should leverage this profile that we didn't talk about when we did our show, which is why John and I decided that we would reopen this, this show with a, with a talk. Um, we're going to get deep into that, um, but unless I'm mistaken, we're pretty close to having to go to break. Well, we've got enough for three, four minutes. Okay, then let me take it away. Um, so the main thing that we didn't t- discuss is actually something called the Gantt uh, Google campaign URL builder, which is an, an, a tool that you get out of analytics. So guys, if for some reason you take all this advice and you start to build up your Google, my business profile, there will always come the time in which a question will exist about, is this working for you or not? And the easiest way to, to, to identify, I, I, I try to keep all these talks simple. We make the assumption that the people that we're dealing with are novices or they wouldn't be living, listening to our show. So if you can figure out what a Google campaign URL builder is, it's just a tracking URL that you can throw into your Google My Business profile, which essentially allows you to aim your traffic at any page on a website that you want. My suggestion is to turn your about page into a landing page. In other words, you write a nice blurb about yourself, and then you put a call to action such as contact me, call me, all of the above on that page. Okay, direct the traffic there, put a strong call to action on your about page, make sure that you have social proof on your about page. That's reviews of people who've used your services. And if you're lucky and you've worked hard at this, your Google My Business profile will also have reviews. So what I'm giving you here is a, is a fast, down and dirty guerrilla marketing tactic to try to try to actually generate business off Google My Business, which is what I'm all about. Let's get down and, and talk about how we're going to get you money. So... And it's, it's, the, it's the area that I've always admired about you, actually, Robert, because some of these marketing conversations online and some of these gurus, it's great stuff, but it tends to get lost in the weeds. The fundamental thing is get that phone call and get better leads, is it? Yeah, it is. It, it, it always is. And not to get lost in the sauce with marketing methodology. It's, it's, it's just to always make sure that, the, that, the, that you are trying to leverage your website, everything, so that you get phone calls. And unfortunately for all of us, it's gotten more complicated as time has gone on. And I'm the first to admit it. It's not been an easier process. It's a more complicated process. But the good news is, sorry, go, go ahead, John, my bad. No, it's just that I'm looking at the time and what I would like us to cover in the first half and then go, is the one area that you disagreed with our guests last week, and I agree with you, is not to set up, a, not utilise Google's additional service of setting up a website for you. Would you like to comment on that, Robert? Yeah, so inside the Google My Business profile, they're saying that they're going to set up a website. They're going to give you a few landing pages. You should never do that on Google My Business. Um, what you should do if you wanted to really is put an offer there that directs somebody back to your website. You're probably going to have to create a graphic that has the URL because I don't think you can place URLs on these web pages, which means that they are half-assed at best in terms of a marketing tool. And for the most part, you don't want to steal the thunder of your actual website. I don't, I don't agree with using this small tool to create a remote website to drive traffic back to your primary website. That is a strategy. I don't think it's going to be effective for 99% of all real estate agents. So I'm going to tell you, don't do it. And I think the other area we've got to point out, and I'm sure listeners and viewers, you wouldn't do this, but you are dealing with a rather bureaucratic organization if you've ever had to deal with Google. And they've got strict terms and conditions. And for some reason, 
somehow you, that you do something that breaks Google's terms and conditions, they will just take away your business page and they will just take away these web pages. And building on that, just like I'm a great fan of Facebook, but I wouldn't build a business on Facebook. I, I would utilize its audience and the tools it offers. Um, but I certainly wouldn't want to build a business solely reliant on Facebook. And my attitude is totally similar to Google. What do you think about that, Robert? I think that, um, I think that you're right. Right, that's, <laughs> I love you, Robert. Uh, um, we're going to go for our break, folks. And when we come back, we'll be discussing some of these wholesale discounters and what Robert thinks about all this. We'll be back in a few moments, folks. Do you want quality leads from homeowners and buyers right in your own neighborhood? Then you need MailRite. It is a powerful but easy-to-use online marketing system that uses Facebook to generate real estate leads at a fraction of the cost you'd pay from our competition. We stand behind our work with a no-question-asked 30-day money-back guarantee. So don't delay. Get started today. Go to mail-right.com. We're coming back. Robert looks a little bit puzzled. He's just giving me some additional information in the show break and I couldn't offer him much knowledge why that happened. But we're coming back, folks. Now, Robert, what's your thoughts about these discounters and this whole way things have been going over the past? It's been one of the dominant stories in 2019, really, hasn't it, Robert? Right. So, um, audience... If you're in real estate, you've got to have given some thought to the fact that Redfin and uh, KW and uh, Zillow and and others too, not just those guys, uh, are actually jumping into the retail, the the residential real estate retail game online. And they've all got different models, discounting uh, service prices, bidding, uh, like auction style, how like home sales, all online. Everything is online. And everybody that I talk to, uh, like in terms of my masterminds and my groups, this is a predominating conversation. Everybody is having this conversation right now. It's always coming up everywhere that I'm going because I don't do a lot of digital media consumption unless it relates to real estate. And Inman is talking about it. So everybody's talking about it that, that is focused on real estate. And here's the funny thing. John and I talk about it and, and we have the same well, not 100% the same, but a pretty similar dialogue, which is the answer, the solution to this is, is so what's happening in real estate is somebody's finally figured out how to commoditize the sales process, which by the way, in every other industry across history, like when, when we've been in an industrialized nation, this always happened. People figured out how to commoditize the car buying process. And then, and you know, all sorts of people have, have, created ways to do it online. Carvania has a whole car silo. No matter what the product is or how expensive it is or how important the decision is surrounding making it, people have figured out a way to commoditize the buying process. And in every single case, it has never been an industry disruptor. Never. It's just a first for real estate. And why is that important for us as a marketing company, because we actually think we have the solution. We have the answer. Even if you were worried about it, even if you did think it was going to be a game changer, we're here to tell you, we think we have the answer for you. So everybody grab those pins, 
Grab those pencils. Get ready for this. All right? You ready, John? Yeah, come on, Pete. Okay. So, guys, here it is. Hyperlocal. Okay? What we, what we want to do is turn you into an inbound marketer. Okay? If you have a brand that is focused around your reputation and your knowledge of a specific area, the people who are not interested in commoditizing their buying or selling process, which I promise you will be 70 to 80% of all homeowners and the number in the first time home buyers will probably be in the like 90% category because who in the freaking world that's buying a home for the first time is going to be comfortable looking at a computer and going, oh yeah, I'm going to buy a $500,000 home on a picture. That sounds like a great fucking idea. Let's do that. Nobody. Nobody. <laughs> so, like, you're right. Taking your blood pills today. You'd be energized, aren't we, Robert? Uh, a little bit. Because his topic is driving me crazy. It's like head desk. Every time somebody... T- We've been talking about the answer on this show for like the year that I've been on the show together, John and I. Create videos, create a brand, put it on a website. Do all this. Go back to all of our episodes. And I promise you if, you, if you listen to every single one of our shows, you will quickly realize that we've basically given you a strategy that breaks down every single individual area of digital marketing that affects hyperlocal as a real estate agent. And you can usually hear us talking to like sometimes, not every time, but sometimes world renowned experts and huge real estate brokers. And they're all agreeing with us, all of them, every single one, anybody that knows anything about real estate, anybody that's been in the industry, anybody that has a big team, they're all agreeing. So if you're a new agent, you have the biggest advantage in the whole entire world. You have not already spent $400,000 on marketing and it's hard for you to pivot. You, you get to start fresh. You get to choose your strategy now. And yes, it's frustrating and scary and all those things. And I feel you, I really do. But you know what? You also have an opportunity to do it right from the first time, put your money where it's going to matter. And in this particular case, I strongly believe that's hyperlocal. Build a Google, but my business profile for free. Okay, don't spend any money. When you're ready to build a website, do so with one that you own. And until you're ready to do that, buy a cheapie from someplace, something, somebody that doesn't break the budget. Okay, maybe, maybe, talk, and I'm not saying that, that John's websites are cheap, but he's an inexpensive option in comparison to others. Maybe check well, out MailRite. I mean, I mean, that's why we can work together, really, Robert, because I'm in a totally different sector than what you're, what you're aiming for. And, you know, so, you know, your type of, you know, the type of clients that I'm looking for, and this this be truthful, um, I'm going to, hopefully Robert won't be too peeved off here, but I'm going to go off topic a little bit. Surprise, surprise, Robert. Um, I've heard some people say that, you know, what am I up to with, with Mailrite? Sure. Um, I've got to be truthful Basically, I've used the podcast and I've used the past 18 months, two years to actually learn something about the industry, which I was building a product, I wanted to build a product in, and I knew nothing about real estate, absolutely nothing. And I've used it as a kind of my own associate degree to learn about the industry. And I built an initial product that did work 
but it wasn't really the product that I wanted to build in the end. But I didn't know what really were the needs and wants of my target audience. But I've used a similar path in my other business, and I have another business, folks, um, that's profitable, um, that subsidizes all this. Um, basically, I use the same thing there. I've got another podcast that I've been running for over four years, and I built my my network, my tribe, by using that podcast, and I thought I would do the same with MailRite. So I've used MailRite, the podcast, to build a tribe, and with Robert's help, it's increased enormously um, over the coming months, and I'm sure this month we will have a record month. Um, and I've learned an enormous amount from Robert and the guests that come on the show, and I've been building out MailRite to, to a stage where I think it actually does offer tremendous value, and we've been testing it and refining it over the past couple of months. And I feel that I've got to a stage where it will be the kind of product that I envisioned when I started this road, really, Robert. Does that make any sense, Robert? Yeah, no, it does. So what I heard you say is that uh, you started off with a vision that you thought was, well, actually, start off with an idea, and you created an idea. And then once the idea was created and you started getting feedback from, from industry, industry experts and from your own intuition – you realized that you wanted to refine it and improve it. And that's what you've been on the, the road to doing. I, I feel the same way about the stuff that we've done with building a WordPress website platform. So I feel you deeply. And I, um, I, uh, I know that you've been making a lot of improvements and a lot of inroads. Uh, if those of our listeners, we try, we try not to plug anything too hard, but in terms of a more budget conscious, but awesome solution, MailRite might be a thing. Yeah. And that's why, and also that's why I'm a bit easygoing about different products and that because there is no one product that can meet every agent's needs because every agent's at different stages of their career and their budget and their needs, aren't they, Robert? They really are. They really are. In addition to all of that, guys, I've uh, I've worked with John now for nearly a year. He's not too terrible to talk to, and uh, he's very he's very respectful. Not to me, of course, but he will be to you. I promise. I just, I just take a little bit. Of <laughs> but I've, just to wrap up the show, Robert. What I think what you said before, uh, I span off a bit about Mailrite. But I think I can be given a little latitude because I don't don't push it too much, do I? Uh, um, is that? I totally agree what you said so passionately in the beginning of this second half of this show is that in some ways I just feel, I feel the agent that doesn't really offer any value has got something to worry about. I think if, if really you're just a, a phone number and you, you don't listen to any podcasts, you don't listen to the Mel Wright show or any of the other great podcasts out there, or you you don't keep up with the latest news, or try or interested in improving your skills that might benefit your clients. You you probably have got something to worry about. But if if you really do want to offer some value, and I think a really knowledgeable local focused real estate agent does offer some real value. I don't think at the present moment you've got much to worry about. 
I'm going to put a spin on this as we, we wind down the last few minutes of the show. So guys, in the United States, real estate agents and real estate professionals, they're one of the few professions that you can still make a million, million dollars at the highest end and not have a college degree. And when you start talking about the other extremely highly paid professions, such as lawyers and doctors and things like that, these are people that can start off and, and, and get their own offices and then build up their, you know, their specialty, and then they can make their million dollars. But usually along that road, they rack up $250,000 to $500,000 in debt. They spend eight years in school. Once they start an office, they get a crash course in running their own business because they have advertising, employees, um, and a million other things that nobody thinks about. And after they do all of that, they then can finally have a profession that makes them $500,000 to a million dollars a year. Real estate agents have, even right now in today's market, an easier road than that. It's not easy. I'm not saying that it is, but it's easier than these other professions for, for the least of which is you don't have to go to school for eight years. You can tackle your chosen career and refine your skill set for those eight years. And at the end of the eight years, you're going to be a, somebody who really knows what they're doing, hopefully. So you've got this great, magnificent opportunity in the form of real estate. And to think that you shouldn't have to understand digital marketing, all that's happening right now is you're going to get, you're cutting the wheat from the chafe. And I, I really hate saying this, but all the people that are looky-loose who aren't committed to the, to, to the profession, who aren't going to look at it as a profession, yeah, the changes that are happening in the industry are going to suck. And I'm sorry, I'm not trying to be a dick. I am, however, saying for those of you who are determined, who are willing to treat this like a business, you're going to go into digital. You're going to listen to guys like John and me. You're going to educate yourself. You're going to discover that these changes that are happening are actually to your benefit because a lot of these people that aren't serious are going to get shaken out of the real estate business. And that's going to leave professionals. And when they're there and they've got a strong local brand and everybody's upping their game and they're distributing a lot more and a lot higher quality information via online, the whole profession is going to be impacted positively. People are going to change the way that they view real estate agents and the real estate profession in general. And I personally think like that's a little overdue. Yeah, I, I do as well because, um, yeah, I, I think that's a great point to end the show. Hopefully you got some great value from the show. Robert's been passionate. Um, I think we've covered, I've been, I was really excited from last week's show uh, I've been thinking about it a great deal. I just wanted Robert's intake about it. I think the opportunities are really there, folks. If you really take this seriously, the opportunities to build a lifestyle for yourself and your family are still there, folks, and will be for the foreseeable future. You just need the right technology and the right attitude, really. We'll be back next week. We've, we've got a guest next week. I, I'm pretty sure about that. And hopefully we have some other guests during September or we have some great discuss internal discussions. We'll be back next week, folks. Bye. Bye.